Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hi, everyone. I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today, we're going to be talking about an important skill in the workplace, the ability to speak up. We'll start with a question from someone who recently got promoted to a more visible position, but finds it difficult to speak up at meetings or on client calls. We'll consider what stops people from speaking up at work and offer tips for developing this critical skill. Oh boy, this is such an important topic. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's our question. I just got promoted to an account manager for a financial services firm, and I realize I'm having a real problem speaking up. I was recently in a sales meeting with my senior account manager. I had prepared our materials and established talking points for the meeting. The senior account manager did most of the talking, and I could see that he was losing our potential client's attention. Mm. I wanted to jump in, but I was afraid to speak up. How can I learn to be more assertive in these situations? Yeah. yeah. So I I just want to start by saying you are not alone. Yeah. And I was in in looking at this question, I was thinking about the many factors that could affect one if you have if this is your particular challenge. And uh, one is that you may, in growing up, have been told not to speak up. You may also feel like speaking up is some form of being difficult or being too pushy. You may also fear making other people angry. Like maybe you fear that the senior account manager, if you speak up, will get mad at you. And finally, speaking up can be seen as disrespectful in certain cultures. So you may come from a culture where that is not encouraged. Yeah, I've had many clients suffer from this and and most of them I would say were just shy. Mm-hmm. And you know, it could have been cultural, it could have been gender, but um I I have found that you know, when you're young and you're starting out or I, I've met people actually who are even older and um maybe are now in a position where they need to speak up more and they're afraid. And yeah. you know, there's a fine line between being too aggressive or too assertive and just saying the right amount. And that's, you know, sometimes when you're afraid to speak, you're afraid of going too far. Yes. That's a legitimate concern, you know, because what how much speaking is enough, you know? Right. And also how you present when you're nervous and you speak up in a meeting, it may come out in the wrong way. It may come out um, like too fast or yeah. too sharp. Uh, so this is something I think that has to be practiced and planned. I agree. So I've sent a lot of clients to, um, oh, why can't I think of the name? Toast Toast to- and people love it. it the, there's no cost usually. I've heard sometimes there is a small fee and it, they create a very nice environment and you learn to make short speeches, you know, just get up and speak in front of a safe environment. And yeah. it helps. It really helps break the ice for you. And so that when you're actually in a meeting, you don't feel as threatened. So I highly recommend Toastmasters. I think it's a really good idea. And, you know, even though speaking up has never been an issue for me, <laughs> <laughs> it probably was when I was young. I don't remember. But um, 
I took a lot of classes on public speaking. Yeah. And every one of them really broke the ice. You know, each one helped me, you know, get better at how I was saying it and next yes. better at the content. I mean, they all worked on different aspects of speaking, but um, you know, any 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 kind of help you can get is always a good idea. I think that's a great suggestion, Kathy. And I have a very shy client who took Toastmasters and now she's doing it online. Yeah. Um, and she just considers it a total lifesaver. I yeah. also had a client who actually engaged in um, improv classes. Oh yeah, that'll do yeah. it. That forced him to like in the moment, say something to keep the scenes going, you know? Yeah. See, improv is about being spontaneous. So that's, but it's a little, it's a little scarier than Toastmasters. So yes, maybe yes. go to Toastmasters first, but improv is a really good skill to learn that, you know, you're not going to go out and do improv, but you yeah. can, you, you learn to speak up a little more. And I also think you should, the person, you know, like this person has a manager and, it, uh, you know, I would talk to this person and say, I want to learn to speak up more. Yeah. So if you can help me, that would be great. So if you could pass me the baton while you're speaking yeah. or find notice that you may be losing the clients, do you mind if I come in? Because getting yeah. permission, um, they're not going to cut you off. They're going to help you. And they may go, oh, yes, yes, please speak up. Like they may really support the effort, hopefully, if they're not a jerk. Um, <laughs> that could be a way to or go. too self-centered, right? Actually, I think that's a great point. And I know that's something, actually, you and I, when we do our public speaking, we always figure out who's going to say what. Right. So that's something you could do with this uh, senior right. account managers before the presentation, go over all that you've done and say, I just wanted to figure out, you know, which parts you want to focus on and which ones you'd like me to carry. And yeah. then it becomes a real concrete division of labor. Right. And they probably won't get, you know, annoyed at you. Yeah. Um, but if you notice that people maybe uh, didn't like that you spoke up and they feel you were too loud or, you know, your point wasn't well taken, you know, just apologize. Just go yeah. over to them and say, I'm really sorry, you know, because you may make a mistake. And also yeah. if people are accustomed to you not speaking up, then they may have just pigeonholed you, you know. That's or, right. And so they don't expect you to speak up, but this is an important skill for everyone. I think all men and um, not just women, but including men yes. have to learn to speak up for themselves in meetings and in all kinds of business dealings. Right. Because oftentimes in any business setting, there are going to be certain talkologists, you know, people yeah. who are happy to kind of occupy all the time and space in the world with their words and you definitely need to learn how to insert yourself. And I was thinking about that too, that part of this, I think is coming up with words or phrases that you can use. Let's say it is a meeting, not a formal meeting, but a meeting. And someone seems to be, you know, overtaking everyone with their ideas. You can say things like, I'm just going to jump in here for a minute, you know, like we're bridge statements that can get you some airtime. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you want to be ready with those. <laughs> yeah. That's why planning is a part of this. Also plan a bunch of things you could bring up and things you could say and have them close by. Um, be prepared because spontaneity is not something that comes naturally to a lot of people. Right. You know, if you know that you're spontaneous and you know, you, you don't need an improv class, you, you know, you know, you can trust yourself on that, that you don't need this. This is for the people that, um, are more withheld and yes. 
are not as comfortable uh, speaking up. They're probably great at writing, probably right. great at a lot of other things. Uh, but it is one of those important skills to hold people's attention, to be able to get your point across. Yes. It's important. It's a really important skill. Yes. I also want to point out, and I don't think this is the problem for this individual necessarily, but you, if you're a quiet talker, you know, some people have very quiet voices. Yeah. That part of what you also want to practice is projection. Right. Uh, because you will lose your audience if they can't hear you. <laughs> That's a problem. That's a big problem, actually. Um, yeah. Well, tone, the sound quality, all of that. That's why I like Toastmasters. They'll help you with that. Um, or you can always get a private coach that will help yes. you with public speaking. Yeah. Uh, you know, check out, check that out. Yeah. You know, you can be a quiet speaker as long as you project. Yes. Like you can be the loudest person in the room. But if people have to strain to hear you, they're not going to listen. Right. So those are, I think these are some very solid suggestions, mm -hmm. right? Perhaps get, engage in Toastmasters. If you're feeling really gutsy, go take an improv class, um, but prepare beforehand of a meeting or a presentation, divide up, you know, who's going to say what with people. If you know you're with someone who likes to talk a lot and find ways to insert yourself mm -hmm. and understand the other thing, I guess I want to say from an internal point of view, you're going to feel probably whatever your fears are, you're going to feel, you know, obnoxious or pushy, or you're going to worry. There will, there will be a backlash if you're doing the right thing, because right. The emotional part of your brain will get very nervous that you're going to get in trouble. So what I would say is if you're worried that you were too abrasive or you shouldn't have inserted yourself, you're probably headed in the right direction. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, please tweet us at AskK2 and also follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to MyCrazyOffice on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at MyCrazyOffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy!